Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to Raw. The Fight Within, a brand new podcast series hosted by me, Coogan Cassius. Over the course of the series, I'll be sitting down with some of the most high-profile figures from the world of boxing, including fighters, trainers and promoters, in order to dig a little deeper and understand their own personal stories. This podcast is about much more than simply what happens inside the ring. It's about the journey, the sacrifices, the agony, the ecstasy, the highs, the lows, the tears and the fears. It's about getting to know the person. Thank you for tuning in, and I really hope you enjoy it. If you do, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is suitable for over 18s only, as it may contain adult content and explicit language. Hello, and welcome to Raw, the Fight Within podcast with me, Coogan Cassius. Delighted this week to be joined by, I don't know if to call you a prospect or not. I don't know. Is that right? I still, yeah, I think I, I still am. Still a prospect? Yeah. Shannon Ryan, thank you very much for agreeing to come on Raw, The Fight Within. How are you, first of all? No, thank you for having me on, because I haven't spoke to you yet. Yeah, a few of your team were like, <laughs> mm, you've had this boxer on and that boxer on, but no, Don't Shannon yet. But we're here now, anyway. We are, we are here. Everything in its own time. Absolutely. Um, right, we're going to start off quite easy, and then we'll kind of drift into a little bit of a, a deeper conversation, hopefully. Um, Shannon, what were your kind of first ever memories of boxing, just in general? Um, growing up, we used to always watch it in the house. Um, more so like Floyd Mayweather that we used to watch. Um, but I was never involved in boxing early on. It was more in 2018, in August, is when I started boxing as an amateur. Um, and now here we are as a pro. So when you say we, do you mean obviously family members... Would watch it and yeah, family members um, in the household. It was like every time boxing was on, we would watch it. Um, we was just never involved. It was kickboxing that we was involved with. Um, but whenever I say kickboxing, everyone thinks it's oh the low kicks and the elbows and the knocking each other out. But the style I done was points fighting, sport karate, where it was like tag. You had to find the points. Um, it was very very exciting. Got to travel the world, um, but it was semi contact. So you weren't allowed to knock each other out. 
So yeah, we know obviously that was kind of uh, something that was involved uh, in your kind of upbringing, should we say, and obviously prior to boxing. But for, from just a boxing point of view, it'd be on, but all those years ago, people in your household would watch it. But how much of an interest were you taking like prior to kind of that time you're talking about of 2018? Oh, no interest. I didn't, I didn't know I would become a boxer. So yeah. this now is still such a surreal moment to even be on Matchroom. Like when I weighed in today, the fact I'm with Matchroom right now, for me, is a surreal moment. Was there anyone, like I said, we're only talking about like a, a five-year period here. Um, was there a, a boxer in particular that kind of, say, caught you right? There's always someone that's inspired... Uh, someone in boxing, whether you'll become involved in it like you have, or just a fan, is always someone that kind of usually gets them into it. Were you inspired by anyone back in 2018? Um, I wouldn't say inspired by. It was just more like the Lomachenkos, your Floyd Mayweather's, um, Javante Davis, for sure. Um, I just like boxers that are exciting. Uh, boxing's more than just throwing hands. There's a skill set to it. There's an art to it. Um, so I like the boxers that where they where they're thinking and setting shots up, and you don't know where it's come from, and every round is different. It, it's strange to listen to you talk about kind of, I know obviously Mayweather's kind of retired. I don't know if he's actually retired or not <laughs> with these exhibitions he's having, but a lot, lot of the fights you're referring to are kind of the current professionals in in today's game. Um, I'll give you an example. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke to Nigel Ben and asked him who were his first boxers he watched, and he's talking about people like. Ali and these people and that Muhammad Ali was like had his last fight in 1981 so it's interesting to see the comparisons of mm -hmm. what people used to watch back in the day compared to who like for someone like yourself who you watch now so you're mm -hmm. talking about people like Javante Tank Davis and Lomachenko yeah. they're the kind Penel of Whitaker though on defence oh here we yeah, go yeah, yeah. yeah if you want an oldie um... uh, Nigel Ben actually mentioned uh, Sweet Pea and yeah, Penel yeah. Whitaker Penel Whitaker um, because I think I'm quite defensive as well so when we are doing the homework and the studying um, I am sent him as well. So, do you remember? Well, you should remember the first ever fight you went to. Um, yeah, I believe that would have been the Tony Bellew versus Usyk oh. in two thousand eighteen in Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. I think that was my. I think that was my first one. Which, yeah, it was. But I went with Finchie ABC. <laughs> wow. So you'd already started boxing then. You'd already kind of yeah back yeah, yeah, in twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah, that was my first one. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, well, not a great night for Tony, but it was uh, um, a sensational knockout from Alexander. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Really good. I think that's when I started to see how every round builds up. Yeah. And I started to understand. I was like, okay, this is what you're doing round one and two and how it builds to get to that stage. Wow. This is a completely different take for anyone I spoke to because you're talking about a five-year period. And mm -hmm. I suppose, has that five-year period for you gone quickly or not? Real, really quick. Yeah. I've only been a pro now for... Just over a year, um, and I was amateur for two of those two two years. Um, so just for me, the transition and the journey has been spectacular. If I'm honest, uh, difficult to answer for you. I'm assuming this is going to be because you've not been in boxing for that long. Even if, like, just refer back to 2018. But if you or do you ever think, or can you think of, if you had decided to take a path in boxing? as in a professional fighter, what you'd be doing today? If I wasn't boxing, um, I love film and TV. I love how films are made. Um, I think that's really cool, and then how they put it together to make the film. 
Um, I did that at college, so definitely something within film and TV, but then I also like to be in front of the camera, um, just my personality and things like that. So yeah, definitely something in film and TV, uh, just I think it's cool and how they make it and stuff. So what, an acting? No, no, like how like the editing part, no, but you said you, no, I just made reference to you would saying... I, would, I did want to be a stunt double right? until it got to the part of you have to dive and swim. And I can swim, just not well enough to be a stunt double. And then when it got to the diving part, I said, absolutely not. So that kind of went out the window. But I think I'd be very good at that because I can kick, I can punch, I can jump. A I would learn to stunt flip. double, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't think that answer's ever featured <laughs> on this before. <laughs> a cool. stunt double, but yeah. All right, so because of your kind of your background in uh, combat, shall we say, yeah. then that's something that you would have appealed to you to have done. Yeah, I think that would be fun. And on the other side, are you talking about like, I don't know, not editing and that kind of thing? Yeah, I like that too. I really like social media yeah. for the positives of it. Um, like I do my own Instagram page, I choose what goes out. Um, I have a videographer that does my editing for me, but I do, that is something now that I have spare time, like during camp or things like that, it is something I want to delve back into to learn how to edit because I, I do quite enjoy it. Oh, many layers here, <laughs> Shannon, many layers here. Um, so coming from, like I said, not predominantly kind of boxing as such, but from kind of a combat background growing up, um, do you remember like the first ever like altercation you ever got into away from any kind of sporting situation were you that kind of kid no I was actually a good kid very very good um, good during school the worst one I had was when I was at a club in Oceana many years back um, it was a Muay Thai fighter but we was on sitting on the table and then I was wearing a skirt he put his hand up my skirt and then I said what are you doing and then he got Jack Daniels and he chucked it in my eyes so I punched him one like this then the police came and then um, I think I had blood on my nose and then I asked them, I said, once they clean me up, I said, oh, can I go back and party now? <laughs> and they were like, no, we have to take you home. Um, but other than that incident, um, he actually got banned from Watford for a little bit. But other than that, that's, that's it. Shout out to Oceana in Watford. <laughs> I remember that club, Present actually. Now, yeah. You might remember its area. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Just absolutely <laughs> showing show me for my age there. But so... You wasn't that way inclined, but in certain situations, like you said, in, if provoked or pushed, then there could be kind of a retaliation. Yeah, which that I think that's like from that my dad having three girls and us three girls being put into kickboxing so early on. Um, and he just brought us up to, if anyone starts on you, then he basically gives us his permission to start on them back. Yeah, I like that kind yeah. of... Uh, oh, well, I think I like that attitude. I think when my daughter's older, I'll... I'll make that decision whether I don't really think I wanted to get into yeah, boxing. Yeah. But also, yeah, you're right, to be in them situations which hopefully you're not in them situations, but life is that... If you are, you just need to know how to, what to do and how to defend yourself and I think that's important. So that point of your life, did you, you could fight at yeah. that point, yeah. I started, well, I started at five years old, was competing when I was five, but my dad, because he taught me the kickboxing, he's an instructor, but even we did a martial arts, so he taught us how to defend ourselves, self-defence and all of that sort of stuff from, from early on and he was the type of dad that unless he has to get involved he will and if we can handle it then we handle it. Very straightforward attitude, I like it, I like it. Um, don't know if this next question kind of because you're 26 and yep. you've not experienced everything 
you're going to experience in life, but do you, or can you talk to us about a time that in your life that you felt like you were um, fighting a losing battle in your life, whatever it may be? Um, yeah, I think that would be when I was transitioning from kickboxing, going to the GB Taekwondo, to then having a serious hip injury from the Taekwondo where they pushed you so hard and it was absolutely ridiculous, um, to then not knowing what to do after that. And then I went back to kickboxing. I had to then find a job. I'd never had a job before. That's why I worked, started working at O2, um, first ever job. And um, yeah, it was just kind of thinking, what now do I do in my life? Because I didn't want to work forever. Yeah. I'm good at fighting, so where do I go? And boxing wasn't my first choice. It was MMA that I went to. I went to London shoot fighters with Michael Page for one session, hated the grappling. And then I thought, what do I do now? And that's when I found boxing. But it was in that time period where I didn't know what I was going to do in my life. It messed with me mentally. Um, because time's ticking, you're getting older, and then you think, I, I want a career, what am I going to do? Because it takes some kind of perseverance and just a bit of a gamble as well at that stage to kind of push on and try and achieve what, where you are now because it's quite easy to kind of... These, these jobs, I always think, say, jobs, boxers and whether you wanted to become an actor, they come into like this fantasy realm, don't mm -hmm. they, of like a very small percentage of people in that industry make it to top level. So it is a gamble. Oh, definitely. You get so many people at, for example, an amateur gym, but only one or two, sometimes none, make it from that gym. Um, but we use a lockdown to our advantage if, when we did, because they kept getting extended. So when I was an amateur, we did want to stay amateur for a bit longer, get some accolades there, but the lockdowns kept getting extended. So we thought, let's turn pro use that year to work on the pro style, yeah. was in the gym every single day, and here we are. So that just goes to show that consistency and hard work, having a good coach, being a good athlete, put that all together, here we are today. Pays off, basically. Yeah, it does, it really does. For you in your life outside of boxing, what are the everyday battles for Shannon Ryan when you wake up, whatever they may be, what are they? Um, Whether that be in your mind or wherever. Overthinking. Yeah. I think always trying to make sure everyone else is all right. I put everyone's happiness and make sure they're good before I am. Um, and just working on that self-belief. You know, realise, like, understanding where I am today and where I am today is because I am good enough. So it's realising I am good enough. Overthinking is perceived as a flaw, isn't it? When normal people go, oh, shouldn't overthink that. There's two ways of looking at that, I always mm -hmm. think of overthinking. I think, it's, I think it's, it has its positives and it has its negatives. Positives because you're always aware, and I think self-awareness is super important, but then it's, that's then clouding what you need to do day to day sometimes. Yeah, but it's always when people mention that it's like, oh, shouldn't overthink, or you overthink oh, yeah. too much. And there is a lot to that, and it probably does more damage that side of it, the negative mm -hmm. side of that probably does, but um, yeah, I think certain people are that way inclined where it's like, right, I've thought of everything, I've done everything yeah, yeah. in my head, everything's like a mental checklist of everything. I always try and do everything as well. For example, I have a management team for a reason, but I try and do everything. I have to know everything, so I'm good. <laughs> you can't just recently, let people crack on and do their yeah, jobs it's only without recently you. Yeah. where I've kind of been able to relax a little bit and know that things are being taken care of.
Okay. What changed then? Why, why are you like that now? I think it's just let it flow, let it be. If nothing's not done, it will get done. Okay. And just control the controllables. Okay. So, not in a negative term of a, a control freak, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing sometimes, but some people are that way where they yeah, do need to... The thing is because I've done everything myself. So to now expand that and build a team, it, it's, a, it's new. It's a new experience, a new environment. So it's just kind of learning. But that's what I had. I had the same issue when I was an assistant manager at O2. I did everything. Done the bins, done the washing up, done everything. The, the colleagues must have been like, yeah, she's great. Because I, I felt bad making them do it. So I would do it. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll say that. I was a great manager. Was that where you were? Was you like a branch manager? Yeah, uh, assistant manager um, of the of the O2 shop in Watford. Oh, right. yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I'm with O2 anyway. So, Hats do they still O2. give you like a discount or all that? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, they're very good to me. They are. I should think they are. <laughs> you know what I mean, when they see you pop up on the zone <laughs> and wherever else. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would you call yourself uh, an emotional person? Absolutely. When's the last time you had to fight back tears? Or do you fight them back? I cry like every two days. Do you really? No, probably not now. I used to cry every day. Um, before, mm, not before boxing, but when it was literally me in the gym that didn't have a fight date, everyone had a fight date, um, that sort of stuff. I'm very emotional. I need emotion to make me to help me thrive. What sort of things, you said like used to, like every day, I'm sure it wasn't every every day, I'm just assuming, but what No, would... no, before it was every day. Okay. Yeah, right. my, one of my friends, one of my closest, closest friends, uh, she was away, she's actually getting a flight back, she's meant to come back tomorrow, but she's getting a flight back tonight to watch me tomorrow. Um, but she said the amount of growth that you've done in 15 months, for example, is phenomenal. Um, and I believe so as well. But I think that is sport and the industry allows you to build your character and show who you truly want to be and who you truly are. Some people go left, some people go right. It depends on the person that you are. And I truly believe that this sport is allowing me to kind of showcase who I really am, um, which is, you know, a good person, help people, etc., etc. Um, but yeah, definitely, I, I, I don't know why. Sometimes I ask myself, where does this emotion come from? Because I've never had anything in my life. I've had a good life. So I don't know where that emotion comes from or why I need that emotion to get me going. Um, but it's like if I'm running, I'll put on emotional music to run through it, you know. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell you where that comes from. It's just rooted in me.
what what are the trigger points for you then? Are there certain things that will make you emotional or that you can think of or do you think it just it happens and you don't really know it's happening if that makes sense now it happens when I don't know it's happening yeah there's even days where I'm like I really want to cry today but I've got no nothing to cry about but I just want to let it out um but yeah it, it just it just happens I don't know where it's from I'm just an emotional person funny I like it I like being emotional it's funny to mention that about music as well because like I have people that like listen to really depressing music and they're not depressed and they're not sad. They just they just like that music. And I always think, okay, because is there something that's there that they don't know that's there or is that just because, yeah, they just, that taps them into a different world yeah, listening yeah. to that music? I don't know. Yeah, because right now I'm not, I'm not depressed, no form of depression, but when I was in that transition of, you know, working, training, um, not being signed to anyone, that period of my time, I, I definitely would say I had a form of depression. Um, not extreme, but definitely a form. Um, I would drink a lot, um, and that was my thing, drink, 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 until I'm so drunk. Whereas now, I don't even want to touch a drink. You know, obviously I don't when I'm in camp, but even after, when I, when I do get my downtime, I only like one or two drinks and then I'm finished because I'm not in that state than I used to be because I'm living the life that I've dreamed of in a different aspect, you know, different way. Um, so it's like I don't need that drink to take that emotion away, but that emotion is still there, but for the positive reasons, not for the negative reasons. I'll get that. Do you, or how prominent do you think depression is in boxing? What, you haven't been in that industry long enough to kind of be around the scene for that long, but from what you've seen, I mean, look, it's something that's spoken about, not really spoken about at the same time. It's highlighted when significant people um, address it. When it's not, it's almost like it's forgotten about until it's brought up again. Yeah. But how prominent do you think it is specifically within boxing? I think, I think it's very prominent. And I think when people say the word depressed, I think people then go, oh, you're not depressed, you're not depressed. But there's different forms of depression. You know, you can be, you can have mild depression because you might wake, wake up one day and not want to do anything, you know, or be sad or, you know, drink or take drugs or things like that. I just think there's different forms and different kind of levels of depression. Um, but in boxing, I think this, the short time that I've been in boxing, it is um, a mad world. Got its positive, got its negatives. Um, but I think it's if you, before I come into boxing, I kind of, try to understand boxing and the business of boxing even before I was in it just by watching it watching interviews and just kind of being around it a little bit and just being again self-aware and being aware of the outside world um, so I think if you come into boxing kind of understanding and being aware then you can get through it but if you come into it naive then you can get walked all over yeah it's a good attitude to have because I think I said it's the role of like management, etc., and just people around you to guide you. But that's your responsibility to a certain degree to have the right people around you. Like you said, you mm -hmm. before would want to be involved and know everything. But I suppose as time's going on, your team, the more you're spending time with your team and trusting them, etc., a little bit of that burden goes towards them and a little bit away from you. Oh Is yeah, that fair? it's all it's all a process. You know, you might start like I said when I said I try and do everything. It started like that, and then as the time went on, the trust and everything gets dispersed, you know? 
As a 26-year-old, have you ever had to fight demons in your life at that young age of 26? Um, not demons as such. It is, again, it's just that rooted emotion. Um, had a good upbringing. Two sisters, mum and a dad, which are still together. Um, but nothing, no, nothing, no demons that I've had to through yeah I mean I made reference to your age there because I think that certain things that you wouldn't have experienced mm -hmm. in your life and hopefully you don't it's not a thing of saying you're definitely gonna face these things or whatever but I think you speak to people probably maybe even seven to eight years older than you or ten years older than you if that little process of life may apply but yeah no I understand what you're saying what where does Shannon's like fight spirit come from I mean that in a a mental sense as opposed to a physical sense. Where does it come from? Definitely from my mum and dad. Uh, my mum is very driven. My dad was a fighter himself. Um, but more so the freedom of life. Boxing gives me more freedom. Um, and it's fighting to have a good life, good health. Um, and just wanting, more, just wanting more for my life. And boxing allows me to do that. Uh, again, when I ask people this question, it, it does come a lot to do with their, their upbringing, their parents, a lot of people name kind of, whether it's their, their mother or father, etc. But I do believe a, a lot of it, probably without you realising, comes from yourself and how you bring yourself up as well as being brought up, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think as well, when, when people have, I can't speak for them, but when people have tough upbringings, you can see that when they're fighting, you know, but I haven't had a tough upbringing, but even when I do fight, I am quite spiteful and stuff. So. It just depends on how you are as an individual and kind of what you've gone through to shape you to, to who you are and the fighter that you are. Spiteful, you mean in a ring sense? In a ring sense, yeah. In a ring sense. I'm very different in the ring and out the ring, I would say. I think people have gauged that uh, about you. If they've yeah, yeah. seen your fight, obviously, and heard you talk, etc., then I'm, I'm sure they can differentiate <laughs> between the two. Um, who fights for you? Like, who's got your back? Who, in Outside of kind of any boxing sense or whatever mm -hmm. in life who's got your back who's behind you I definitely have a small circle yeah um that kind of fell off during my school days so way back um that's just just due to me training all the time and they stopped inviting me out and that sort of stuff so yeah they've gone um but definitely my family definitely have my uh, my back my coach definitely has my back um and then my two closest friends, Selena and Melissa, they've 100% got my back. Um, Malik's got my back. Stable mate, definitely got my back. Um, but yeah, just a small circle. Shout out to Benga, Benga's got my back. <laughs> Benga's watching this now thinking, where's my name? <laughs> but um, yeah, just a small circle. But that's, for me, that's what I prefer. That's what I can deal with. I think if I had a group chat, I think that would send me bonkers. Because, you know, you can't do what they're doing and things if like that. If you had a group chat? If I had a group chat of friends, oh. I think that would send me wild. Like going off all the time, they're all going out, you can't. So I just, oh, right, okay, what, what you mean, mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I just prefer just small group, you know, see them when I see them and just have full support. So you're currently involved in no group chats? No friend group chats. No. Work ones? Yeah, or... just, just work, yeah. Training ones, I suppose. Business 258. Business 258. <laughs> I'm uh, business all the time. Yeah, but I think 
as you get older, and I suppose these are kind of really crucial years for you, kind of with the people around you to know exactly who's who. And uh, I always think that age between 20 and 30 is mm. your, your biggest learning years. Yeah, my friend, she's 31, and I always get um, 31 and 32, and they always say to me, like, where you are now at 26, the head that you've got on your shoulders is phenomenal. Yeah. If you met me a year ago, you would say you've come, you're completely different. A year ago? A, literally a year ago. But I do the self-work. I do the work that I need to do. I listen to podcasts to better myself. I read self-help books, listen to self-help podcasts, because I'm always trying to better myself. Because if you can bet yourself, you can help other people. What 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 are the specific differences between Shannon Ryan of Before, today and, and a year ago? What I was very angry. I was very very angry. Um, again, constantly crying, overthinking, making sure everyone's all right, but in a different kind of way. Um, anxious all the time, trying to like, why is my life not taking off? Always just in the gym constantly, not knowing what I was doing. And then obviously, sign with 258, Sky happened, now Matrim's happened. And I feel like everything, that's why I always say to trust the process because my life literally has been a wild journey, a different stream um, to get me to where I am today. Like when I was like, for example, five, I never in a million years thought I'd be a boxer. You know, even in August, 2018, I knew what I'm capable of and I knew the work that I put in, but like even to be with Matrim now, <laughs> From watching it on the TV to being here is crazy. I actually looked at um, a message that I sent Chantel Cameron and I showed my coach back in 2017 when she was, I don't know if she was on GB then, but I was asking her, um, how do I get on the GB system? So even then I must have been thinking about boxing. And then that's when my friends were like, I had a friend that went to Finchley. And I said, oh, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. And they said, why? I said, oh, everyone goes there because of AJ. I don't want to go there just because of AJ's name. And um, I ended up going there, had a session with my coach and obviously stayed. Um, but even when, like, I'm smiling now because when I think of the journey, it's, it's terrific. It's mad when you kind of refer back to just 12 months ago because that's not a long space of time. But it does seem like a lot has happened for you kind of in all aspects of your life within that 12-month period mm -hmm. for you to be kind of in the situation you are now? It's happened really quick. And do you know what? I, I get nothing but positive comments. I haven't really received anything negative or spiteful. Or you any... ain't made it yet. <laughs> or jealousy. But I mean, even just the people that are, the other boxers that are watching my page or even when I fight the comments that I get on there. Um, because it has been a quick turnaround. You know, there's so many boxers that would love to be in the position I am and I'm very grateful and appreciative of where I am um, but I think it's the people that are watching know how much work I put in in the sport and outside of the sport mm. just for a little bit of clarity for, for what my comment to you there was just you know I suppose <laughs> the the more following you get the oh, bigger 100%. you get you know it's gonna 100%, not please. balance itself out but you kind of it kind of the gap 100%. evens a little bit more with uh, but these also, are the nice days on social media I'm also um ready for it because again before I come into boxing I was aware that you're gonna get people that like you people that don't and that's that's fine because they're allowed their opinion do you get no no like negative social media comments I can't imagine you do to be maybe now that everyone's seen this but no I, I don't nothing negative it's good maybe like keep your hand up but I'm like okay is that the armchair fan 
with the pizza. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I don't just, know. just people generally who give people <laughs> boxes of advice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, people at home, that, yeah. Should have kept his jab up, yeah? yeah? All right, mate, what are you doing? Like, what but you... I'm like, not every punch is, but yeah, that's... If Shannon Ryan could go back in time to... So 26-year-old Shannon Ryan going to speak to a 16-year-old Shannon Ryan, what would you tell her? I would tell her to not want to change anything from your past, from 16 before, um, because that has got you to where you are now. I would also say any doors that are shut, you can knock them down. So go and knock them down, however way that may be. Uh, if you need to resend that email, send it. Um, and know your worth and value for when you are trying to get anywhere in life. Okay. I think that's a... Like a crucial age, that that ten year difference is a big ten year difference, isn't it? From oh, yeah. kind of almost like when you left school to kind of yeah, being twenty six. And that ten year gaps, like it is. I went back to my old school to do a session with the kids. They were year nines, but seeing them when I was in year nine and I'm looking at them, I thought I was an adult, and I'm looking at them and I'm like, you're your children. And to to teach them and conduct a class with them and talk to them afterwards, for me that was inspiring because even just seeing their faces when I was talking and their faces just light up and kind of warm to me, that was nice within itself. Yeah. But yeah, year nine, 10, 11, still babies. It's mad. I remember, uh, so I, I tried to be an actor when I left school. Did you? Yeah. I've been in like eight films. Wow. People will be Googling this now <laughs> on IMDb. Yeah, I did like a few films, but the first film, I remember the first film I did, I didn't even get paid for it, right? It's like, it was a film, it's on DVD, right? So let's just leave it there. And uh, I remember, like, I spoke to an old teacher of mine. This is about two years after I left school. And she's like, how's things going? I said, really good. I've just got myself my first film role. They were like, oh, it's great. You should come in and talk to the kids about <laughs> it. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know how big the film is or anything. It's not going to be out for another year. I said, no, you should come in. So I've gone back to the school, gone into the drama class, which she still teaches, and I sit there. And I was like, all these kids going to me, are you famous? Are you famous? <laughs> and I'm going, uh, well, I've just done a film. Like, do you know what I mean? I've just yeah. done a film. But I was young myself then, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. about 18 or so. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to have to try and blag to these kids. Like, like the film's going to be really big and yeah, all this yeah. and stuff and that now. And, uh, wow. yeah, never got asked to come back. But that was years ago. That was, like, 20-odd years yeah, ago yeah, now, yeah. do you know what I mean? But uh, it's, there is, like, I always think it's nice going back to schools and things if you've oh, yeah, done anything. Not, yeah. Not my thing, my... I think my, you can buy my film on Amazon now for about £3. <laughs> it's called The Estate. The so estate. if someone wants to go and buy okay, that, I'm have a look. it's called The Estate. Yeah, I was a heroin dealer called Mustafa. <laughs> Let's just give That's cool, though. too well much done. information. Um, okay, last one, uh, Shannon. What, what drives that fight within you? What is it? When you wake up in the morning, what's that in your head that drives that? that fight within you, that ambition, that sense of just let me seize the day, go and get everything. Oh, freedom, 100%. Freedom. Um, I think being able to live your life on your terms is super important. Um, and again, boxing, funny, I'm good at it. So that allows me to kind of push on. And, you know, obviously I want the belts and stuff. That's, that's not a question. That's not... Um, out of my mind, but it's definitely, you get one life, so put your all into it, and boxing is just my, 
what's that saying that they say? It's my avenue, my, my pathway to allow me to live my life on my terms and my timings and I don't have to answer to anyone. Um, and you can build enough money to secure a good future. Well answered. You made reference to the word freedom at least three times yeah, in this interview. Why is freedom that? and time. Okay. Yeah, Why is freedom important. significant to you? I think the world that we live in, the system, is how how do we how do we trust how do we trust it? And I think if you're out of the system, as I like to call it, then you just have to trust yourself, because um, it's down to you how much money you then make, not down to someone else. You're uh, making the money for them and yourself, for example. Um, but yeah, who do we who do we trust? Do you know what I mean? Um, you're just you're hearing it. You don't know what's above what we know, or below what we know. Um, so I think just having my freedom is really important to me, and making the most out of time because time is flying and you can't go back. You're only going forward. Um, so it's maximising that time to to the best you can. And not wasting any. Not wasting any. You sound like about eight year old with this speech. <laughs> it's so good though, because if other people, or even if I had this mentality of time, I'd get complete what you mean, at like 26. I don't know, maybe my life would have been different. I wouldn't swap anything that's happened yeah, in my yeah. life. Everything's like, I'm a, what's that film called? Butterfly Effects. Yeah, which is a nice. great film, very realistic to kind of every moment in your life yeah. leads to where you are now. So, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Freedom and time, yeah? Freedom and time, really big on that. Okay, Shannon, Ryan, thank you very much uh, for coming on to Raw, The Fight Within. Thanks um, for having me. No problem. And we will see you and hear you, or you'll hear of me rather, next week. Uh, Monday, make sure you comment, like and subscribe. Thank you very much. Wicked, thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.